Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, what's up? Coming up on the Holder Mess podcast, I'm trying to give Kim a compliment, and she immediately thinks I am insulting her. Does this sound well, familiar to you? Um, because you told me I smell. No, I so- said. That- yeah, I'm going to take that as... I said that you're smelling better. That's a compliment. <laughs> anyway, that and much more unqualified marriage advice right now. Oh, bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Je m'appelle Penes, appelle Kim. Nous sommes deux personnes qui créent des vidéos pour les familles. Mais maintenant, nous avons un podcast. Ouais, un podcast. What are you saying? Welcome to the Holder Mess Podcast. Um, okay. What was that? Well, our producer Max is in France. So yes. I thought I would do a French open. So I did Google Translate. And <laughs> no way. I wrote a song. So you were probably making threats to our country. No, no. The good news is I actually know France. Uh, French. <laughs> <laughs> I speak France very well. I speak France. You speak American. <laughs> no, I, I took a fair amount of French in college and I, I get most of it. And so you still it have those brain We're Penn and Kim. We uh, make videos for families. Now we're doing a podcast. It's not very good, but we're trying our best. What was the thing at the end? That oh, that was repeating. just my my French teacher in high school, Ms. Lemay. <laughs> used to always say Miss Lemay. Ms. Lemay. So in, in Lemay. English, it was lame. No, no, was, <laughs> that's funny though. It was L E M A Y, but that is funny. Miss <laughs> Lame. I hope she's listening. So they, she would always say "Qu'est-ce que c'est," and we'd always go "C'est la branche." Like, what like, does that mean? It, what is this? It's a branch. <laughs> so it makes no sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just, I loved the song. Right. It's among my favorites. It's a tribute to Max. I have no idea what you're saying. Well, most people didn't. And that's good because it might be bad grammar. But, you know, I do a different style every week. Yes. I was trying for Zydeco because I love Zydeco. (laughs) And I ended up with 
just a French lesson, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, that was really cool. So Penn, Penn is doing a different open every week. I think at this point, at the beginning, we were just trying to find the best one. But I think at this point, it's you're just challenge. locked in yeah, to trying a new open every week. Right. Last week was one of my faves because it was our son. Mm-hmm. But this was, I think, this is, I liked this one. Well, thank you. Okay, I- so today... On the Holder Mess podcast, we're actually going to revisit something that we did two years ago. Uh, you know, we've been at this crazy business now for about four years. And about two years ago, we started a website so we could do more blogging. And we did about two blogs before we stopped doing I mean, there's a good four or five blog posts on there, but... <laughs> we should probably pay more attention to it. Um, but we... It's funny. We Someone reached out to us from a publication in Phoenix or a website... And they'd seen it. Funny story. It was a TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, good talk. Were we on TV? I think so. Oh, great. <laughs> well, anyway, we wrote a uh, we wrote a, a post called Unqualified Relationship Advice. And I look back over it, and it wasn't terrible. <laughs> I mean, we're not qualified. It's why it's called Unqualified. But it was not the worst thing we've ever written. Yes. Um, thanks for that lovely setup, Pen. And I think everybody right now is going to continue listening, definitely. You mean because I said it's not terrible? Right. I agree. So these are unqualified. We just figured we'd go through our some of our unqualified marriage advice. We say unqualified, um, so I can do the disclaimer here. We are not certified in any sort of counseling at all. But these are things that have helped and continue to get us through our daily lives together. We've taken 11 trips around the sun as husband and wife. In these years, we've learned a few things about how to love each other, how to fight with each other, and how to stay together. As you can see, Kim's list is a lot more substantial than Penn's, but welcome to our marriage. Should we start with your list or with mine? I think we can go back and forth. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with my first. (laughs) Piece of advice number one from Penn, brush your teeth after coffee. (laughs) It's simple. My stuff's simple. Do you always go through, or do you always um, brush your teeth after coffee, my love? I, no, I don't. But I try to when, when I can. It just, it it smells okay while you're drinking it, but then it kind of, it just, it gets bad. So It seeps into your within, soul. Within an hour of being done. I do try to go brush my teeth within an hour of drinking coffee, but wow. then I'll drink more coffee. Yeah, you're a giver like that, honey. Mine is go to bed angry, um, which is... It contradicts every marriage counselor's advice ever. Because here's my thing. I'm an introvert, and I know a, there are a lot of you out there. And I feel like at some point, you just run out of words to say. And after I've been talking all day long, and if you're talking, if you're in an argument, you keep talking. At some point, my brain just reaches its limit of words and I have to shut down. So even if that means I go to bed a little upset, I know in the morning I'm just refreshed and I have a new, I, it's, I've had some distance from it and things always seem a little bit better when you have sleep. I don't love this one, although I've abided by it. No, I don't like going to bed angry. I like to get things fixed. I, I do understand your standpoint. Yeah. And we've, we've abided by that rule before. Mm-hmm. I think that I have a tough time sleeping when that mm-hmm. happens. I think you have a you're, you're perfectly fine going to bed uh, holding a grudge against me. <laughs> well, they're never big, huge, like terrible 
crimes against our marriage. <laughs> so, I mean. So go to bed perturbed. That might be a yeah. better, like not full on angry about anything. Okay. Okay. That works. Next one for me. If you think you were doing half the cleaning, you were doing 20% of the cleaning. <laughs> this was the premise of the television interview, apparently. Right. right? This was what they uh, found interesting. Should I try to explain this? No, just leave it like that. Okay. And just, just, just move on. No, of course explain it. I feel like I'm doing half the cleaning. It's, it's not true. I, don't, I figured this out after 13, 14, how, how many years? 13 years of being mm-hmm. married that I am adding way more value to my cleaning than I should and not assessing enough value to the cleaning that you are doing. Mm-hmm. I look around the house and I see a mess and I clean my portion of it and I think that that's half when there are four people living in the house. Right. That's another problem. The other, the other issue is men or me in general, when I clean something up, I will get out a trumpet or a trombone. You want a medal. I will announce it to the world to make yes. sure everyone knows that I did it. You do not do that. So you do sneak cleaning when I'm not around. So I think I'm doing half, but I'm doing 20%. And this actually, this theory, we it came to light during babyhood when we had when we had babies that needed poop diapers that needed to be changed as a mother you like a kid is a full diaper you go change it where pen there's a poop diaper and he wanted a t- ticker tape parade and i was like listen dude you've done one i've done 47 so you you were very good about doing halfsies but but it took um, me a while to it, realize what what halfsies was right halfsies is a lot halfsies is like 80 percent. yes so i've got to do 80 percent. what you have to feel like it's 80 percent. that's what i mean in my brain and then i'm doing half and then you're doing half and yep. it's i mean there's a lot of work to do with the family so that's why it feels overwhelming i remember being a mom for the first time and thinking oh my god this never ends this does i mean the laundry and the cleaning and the feeding. And then I was like, when is this going to stop? And it's never. No, the it's still going on. Never. The answer is never. <laughs> I, th- there are some things there, you know, th- our kids will wake themselves up. And right. They'll get and themselves dressed and they'll sometimes even make themselves breakfast. I know. That's my rule this summer is that I'm not going to make you breakfast. You made them breakfast this morning. You made them eggs and bacon. But there are bagels and cream cheese and cereal and Lola can I she's confident on the stove you can cook it so she's you know she's on her own all right your turn my turn next on my list just be nice um sometimes we save the worst version of ourselves for the piece people we love the most I know because I'm so comfortable around you, if I'm in a bad mood, I will let you see my bad mood, whereas a stranger can come to the door and I'll be all perfectly pleasant. It's, it's, it's out of whack. And I, I'm guilty of it. But my mom actually gave me this advice. And my mom, who is now happily married, she was married to my dad and maybe not so happily married because they're divorced now. But her advice to me was always just be nice and and work to find ways to be nice to your spouse. Do those little things. I like what you wrote. You said, try to give your spouse the best version of yourself. And I think that's very sweet. And you okay, the best version of myself is not the one sitting across from you because I haven't showered today. Nope. I have not brushed a hair or put on any makeup. Have you put on deodorant? No. (laughs) I may have noticed that. Um, No, it's okay. It's okay. I I like that. No, I like the way you stink. 
No, I you've think been I, wearing a sweatshirt all day. Like, it's what, really what you, cold in here, honey. It is the middle of the summer, and it is seventy degrees. By the way, I just did a sniff. I did put on deodorant, oh. so I just must smell. <laughs> General musk. It's, maybe it's the. You know what? Maybe it's the sweatshirt. Uh, maybe it's the Fratagonia that you haven't washed in a while. Maybe it's the, maybe it's my. Maybe it's me. Maybe it is you. It could totally be me. Anyway, all right. So I like that one, and I'm glad that you mentioned it because there have been times you know when it really comes out and it comes out for any of us if you're out to dinner with another couple mm-hmm. and and i become the shut up and i become the oh, be quiet or go away and you're what? then you're nice to the other couple because that's like your your manners and then you're kind of short to me uh-huh. and that's not my favorite thing but you've gotten better at that do I? Oh, I guess I used to do that. Yeah, but you've gotten better at Sorry. it. Sorry. No, it was really nice. Like you, it is an improvement. I feel like if someone see that's the problem. If you improve on something, I can just not talk about it, and that's better because. Well, it instead makes of me taking sad it, yeah, to instead think of it, taking it as a compliment. Well, it makes me sad to think that I was ever mean to you, but I know that we're married, and I know that I could be in. But no, it wasn't mean. It was just a little shorter, and I I wasn't your favorite when we were out. And now you're better at it. Hmm. It's okay. Well, you're, you're always my favorite. I know that I am. But as you said, and this, again, this is a great thing to talk about, you sometimes give your spouse the worst version of yourself because you're the most comfortable around them. Right. And it really doesn't, as an extrovert, it, it's, I notice it the most when we're with other people. Right. So. And I think it's, a, yeah, it's an energy thing. Yeah. But you've gotten, listen, you've gotten better. Man, All, it sounds like a Oh my gosh, I'm saying person. this is what's happening. I'm telling you, you got better, and <laughs> it goes to here's the beep, 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 translation. You used to be a huge beep, <laughs> which I am not saying. Okay. Okay. And now I'm like, I'm a smelly person who is very oh my gosh, rude to my hair. That's not what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, I need to go take a shower. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, my next one give your kids all the love you can, but it's okay for your spouse to still be your favorite. I think that's pretty self-explanatory, but I'll just say that that is very difficult sometimes when you are so busy with younger children, absolutely showering them with love and attention and affection. But I do think you have to sit back, if you can, once a day and look at the person who gave you those children and uh, and let them be your favorite because they should be. They're uh, not going to poop. They're not. They know. Like they're they're for the most part they're. They're better people. <laughs> They've learned more. They have manners. They don't watch, you know, they don't sneak away to watch TV for like three hours. I think it's, it's, it's tricky. And I, I see women fall into it, um, honestly, more than men do. But it's, it's very easy to let your entire world get wrapped up in these little people. I mean, I know, and, and they have to, right? Because the kids, they can't take care of themselves in the beginning. They can't wipe their own butts. And so it's easy for, and they can't even feed themselves. So it's easy for their your entire world to get lost in these kids. It's a very weird thing, and it happens to a lot of people. And it, that's why a lot of marriages, and that's what our marriage counselor friend, Christopher Edmonston, has told us, that a lot of marriages, will end when their kids go to college. And my parents actually got divorced when I went to college. Really? Yeah. I thought it was in high school. No, I was a senior in college. Okay. I'll tell you this. I stole this one from you. You okay. don't even know this, but you said something to me right when Lola was born. You were like, can we still be each other's favorites? And I love that you said that. Mm. So this is plagiarism. You're the, this was your idea. You're welcome. And I don't know if you uh, still believe it, but I, I, you are still my favorite. You're still my favorite. And uh, it's not even close. So. Hmm. 
Mm. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. Okay. I I wrote, find someone who loves you even when you wear nothing but sweatpants for six months. We need to edit this and make it a 13 years. A 13 years. <laughs> okay. Because I'm still in sweatpants and now I still kind of smell. <laughs> so sorry. No, you have one pair of sweatpants that I, oh, I don't I think that them. when you were writing this, you thought you would still have. But I know. I bought a pair of sweatpants when Lola was a baby, and I wear them every night, and they have holes, and they're disgusting, and I love them because they're so comfortable. Well, this was just in reference to that crazy time after babies. Um, I got hit with the postpartum depression train pretty hard, and I got professional help and all of those things, but Penn really did, and we've talked about this before. Um, Penn was my just human golden retriever through all of that and really helped me through that so that was, yeah you, you're my it favorite. was my privilege and my honor i can't believe how tough you were and if you weren't so tough we probably could have figured that out about three i know before. i was like it's it's fine i'm just tired i'm just tired no actually it was amazing like you've given natural childbirth and you've done unmedicated postpartum depression which is and then i got crazy. medicated and, and then, it was yeah, a whole lot better yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was a whole lot better Okay, this one's quick. Throw out underwear at least every 10 years. Oh my gosh. Have you noticed I'm actually, my underwear game has gone way up since Only we because this a thing? company sent you free underwear. Right? I know this, but why you can buy your own underwear? It's a weird thing. I know, but somebody. You have to like look at their package. <laughs> it's, it's eye level. Somebody, not that there's anything wrong with the male form. I'm not trying to be homophobic or anything, but it's just a weird process. It's not your underwear. jam. No, I think that the underwear subscription delivery service, if they don't already have it, could make a ton of money. Well, because you don't want to do it. But how often, though? How often do you need new underwear? I still have maternity underwear I wear. Oh my gosh! How old is Lola? She's eleven. Okay, but I wear I wear it at night sometimes. What does that have to do with anything? No, just because it's very like comfy. Whereas okay. my other like daytime frisky fun it, you stuff, you don't think it wears out as quickly when you wear it? No, I just it's incredibly comfortable. I mean, it is longer than most shorts the girls wear these days. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is that of, gross? Is I don't that think gross? So. And, and this I mean, I wash me. it. This was something I learned from you. And because you had underwear. These holes started forming underneath the. And it looked like. It honestly looked like I was farting so <laughs> forcefully that I was blowing a hole in my underwear. <laughs> and I mean. That's not what it was. It's not what it was. Um, and it's so funny because they're a. Yeah, company said, hey, would you advertise these underwear? And I don't ever know what happened with that. We're like, send us to try them out. No, and they, they actually wanted to work with our with me being behind the scenes, helping them write oh. stuff. They just sent us some, and they've just shown up in our videos, and they're thrilled, I think. Your underwear have been in our videos? Yeah, the laundry video. When we dumped them out, you could, you could see it. Oh, geez, that's a stretch. Well, they were excited. Were they? Yeah. Oh, geez. That's that's called just natural integration, natural brand integration. I know. So if you want to uh, if you want to advertise the Holder Mouse podcast, <laughs> you can meh, meh, meh. Meh, meh, This This podcast is brought to you by Penn's Holy Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Huge gaping holes. Oh, my gosh. Let's move on. Okay. okay. Um, mine was lit... Um, Mine was learn his or her brand of crazy. So I know that Penn gets very, he's incredibly creative and he, but he gets really overwhelmed. 
on certain things, like certain things. And I, I kind of giggle sometimes because we'll, I'll say, hey, you know, can we change that line to this? You're like, okay, fine. I have to start all over. I guess I'll have to start all over again. And it'll take you a total of 14 seconds to change it. And you say, it'll just take, I mean, just take me eight hours. And then I was like, okay, well, I think it's worth it. I, I think it's worth that additional eight hours. I'm and- so guilty of this. I can't even tell you. I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no recourse. I have no defense, except except for the fact that I'm now aware of it. Yes. And uh, it doesn't, I even though I'm aware of it, I don't know if I'm getting better. And it's okay and because I not, know it's yeah. your brand of crazy. Right. If I'm getting better, it's very small increments. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like I smell and used to be mean. You still get overwhelmed. Smell. I'm like, I'm really self-conscious. Um, <laughs> and no one can smell you on this medium. <laughs> Yet. Um, but I think that uh, I, I definitely have corks and I'm loaded with them. I don't even know how you put up with me. Well, I love you, and you're awesome, and you're very self-aware of your crazy, and there's a large percentage of the population who isn't aware of their own crazy. I think that could be kind of folded into this entire theory. In the same same bit, you were mentioning that I get overwhelmed uh, in this thing on Monday mornings. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll drop the kids off, and I'll get home, and it's 8 a.m., and I want to go have some coffee and read the paper, and you are standing there with a list of things, which is fine. It's it's the best way to start the week. So I've learned that part of you, and I just stay in my car for for, for maybe three extra minutes, just for a beat. I take a breath. Just take a beat. I take a breath. I'm like, here it comes. Uh, I bring the coffee with me, Mm -hmm. and I drink it in the car. So I finished my first cup of coffee, and then I walk in the house, and I'm ready for it. Now, now I know where to find you. Um, <laughs> You're gonna come out in the car now. I'm trying to knock, 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 knock. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, babe. No, and I, I know I get overwhelmed. There are certain people that I get triggered, and I get overwhelmed and weird. And you were so good about just kind of coaching me through. So, well, yeah. I also leave crap everywhere, and yes, I space out and forget everyone's name even if i've spent an entire evening with them I, I could tell you a story about how they graduated from college and and went to australia for two years and got in a boat accident in brisbane but i wouldn't remember the person's name <laughs> but i could remember every detail about everything else that we that we did so that's awful and you help me with that sometimes too. well except for i'm terrible at names too okay moving Is it on my turn yeah okay I'm going to skip this one because it's got bad language. Oh, I, I find, a, find a funny way to say it. Okay. Don't half butt Mother's Day. Use your entire butt for that one. <laughs> oh, I know why you want this because we have a good story attached to this. The, f- the first Mother's Day that you, if there's anyone with a newborn, the first Mother's Day that you have for a woman who just gave birth, you should really bring the lumber. Uh, <laughs> Kim had, I had, I actually had the child over the weekend and I thought that was uh, like a hall pass because she got back on Saturday night. You were out of town mm-hmm. at, and in my brain, you were like at a girl's weekend, but I think you were at a funeral. No, I was, my aunt was in the process of dying yeah. from cancer. Yeah. So I was at right. her bedside. As I said, <laughs> I got that part wrong. I'm going to get like this whole story. I'm going to get a lot of things wrong. Okay, let's just go ahead and say that. So uh, Saturday night, uh, we went to bed. Sunday morning, we woke up and 
Kim sort of woke up and she's a mother and it's Mother's Day and kind of smiled and stuck her hands out like, shower me with gifts. And I had done absolutely nothing. I'd done nothing. And my plan was, in my head, was I'm going to wake up, I'm going to make her breakfast, and then I'm going to go shopping for Mother's Day gifts because I was around this child all weekend and I just did not have time with everything else that was going on. And that went over poorly. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's, I think Mother's Day, I'm learning, is more about acts of service than stuff. And if you give it to them in the middle of the day and you didn't plan ahead and actually think about it beforehand enough, that is not an act of service. That is an act of disservice. I, I think that other women may be more into the stuff and they may be they may say because like they're one of those love languages is oh like get gifts and stuff like that is so i'd I'd rather just get a bigger gift in the middle of the day i'm 100 percent acts of service um show me you love me by taking my car to get an oil change like that is whoo that's hot right Mm -hmm. there (laughs) or if you woke up and i was Baking a pie or mowing the lawn or doing anything other than sleeping. Yeah. That is the hotness right there. Right. Um, So, yes, that was, and I just, I, yeah, I just was expecting something. So now I have learned, these are all lessons. I have have learned to use my entire butt for (laughs) Mother's Day. No half butting it. And and just to have everything in place. Yeah. Well ahead of time. Yeah. And and by the way, I don't even ask, like, there's no, it's like flowers and breakfast oh, I know, and we'll but, go out to lunch. I don't want to get Or a note or whatever. Yeah. But just not wake up and say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to it. I'm going to go over to the grocery store and get I don't, you. I don't yeah. ever do that anymore. No. Okay. My next is spend time together and spend time apart. Um, spending time apart. Let's start with that. I think this is something you and I do very well. And maybe maybe it's because we work together, but even before we work together, we did this very well. I think it's very important that in a couple that you have your own hobbies and your own friend group. You you actually inspired this because you have this friend group from college and you go on year. It's a standing yearly guys trip. So I've said, hey, well, then I want a standing yearly girls trip. So I do now a girls trip. And it's so nice just to be a part and be your own person. <laughs> and, then, and then you can come back and be refreshed and you can miss that person. Any, anybody who says they want to be around their wife 24 hours a day, seven days a week or their husband. I just want to. I just want to figure out if that's a human. Well, no. I mean, is, maybe in the beginning. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm just. I'm saying, like, 15 years into it, like us. Yeah. Is there anyone out there who actually I, does not ever want to be? And look, I don't. I like miss being, you. I do too. But I also like it. <laughs> no, I have to say, it makes me miss you. Yeah. You go away for two nights and. You know, we get all schmoopy and, yeah. and miss each other. And so. by the way, we see each other more than 99.99999% of couples. Totally. We work together. This is work. And we're three feet away and we're talking about our relationship. <laughs> How's that sound, guys? Does that sound like something you want to do for a living? <laughs> no, stop it. No, but even when we didn't work together, you took that's these true. guys. No, we and, but I know I, I, I can acknowledge that that's harder, if you, especially if you have a job that takes you away all the time. Yeah. Um, so that that would be hard. Um, the spending time together is the 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 one that this is a challenge for us because spending time together 
and not talking about work or the kids. Our pastor gave us this advice of five minutes a night, and we aim for every night, but let's face it, about three times a week we make this happen. And that's no screens, that's no, no looking right at each other, no kids. Yeah, no kids, no screens, and it starts out with, how are you doing? How are you feeling about X? And you again, trying not to make it about work, and sometimes it's about... It, it weaves back into it, but we take it out. But it's, I really do like those times when we can just talk to each other. Can I throw something out there? Uh, this woman who's at our church, you know her, Ann Brooke Raynell. She's awesome. Uh, I'm sure she's not listening because this is probably, she just doesn't want to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but she, I was at her house one time at, at dinner and her, she, her kids who were, I think between the ages of about nine and 14 mm-hmm. were, eating dinner inside alone while we were outside. And I was like, and Brooke, I mean, we're, we're wrapping up this meeting. We had a meeting on her porch. Do you want to go have dinner with your kids? And she's like, no, we never have dinner with our kids. Huh. And I said, what? She goes, this is how me and my husband communicate. We never eat dinner with our kids. That's the way to we do it. We let them eat on their own. And the two of us have a dinner together all the, like all the time. Or maybe during weekdays, and then during weekends, it's different. But they have a standing date for dinner where their kids aren't invited to eat with them. Hey, man, don't knock it. No, I think it's a great idea. I'm throwing it out there. It's something <laughs> we should do. No, Well, I think every family is completely different. I know, and I have another girlfriend, and her her husband works really late, so she feeds the kids earlier. That way, when he comes home at 8 o'clock, she eats with him. She waits to eat with him. I think whatever works for your marriage. Yeah, but I would love to just not be around our not kids eat at, with my kids well stop. i actually enjoy our family time at dinner i so you're gonna when they're not this. watching like tv we never let them we have like once a week the tv will be on i'll be running around i'll let them watch tv while i eat but that's I guess about I'm once usually a the week. last one to the table and then yes. when i sit down and i go and i sit on the side facing away from the tv and i'm just looking at two people who are that happens staring. once a week i let them literally once a okay. week okay fair enough yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, so is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, two. I'm gonna I'm gonna lump two together, and we're we're getting close to being done with this. So thanks for your patience. Uh, DVR sports games. You can get through them in like a third of the time, which makes watching sports less annoying for her. On that note, trying to get her into sports so she'll watch it with you will never happen. <laughs> That's not true. Those. Those are the two things. And and it really is, if you can manage to, to stop and then DVR it, you can get through a football game in 40 minutes Well, and see all that you need to see. I think that's a tip that works for our marriage. And I also view the the whole sports viewing thing as something of that's your own hobby. That's your own, not a hobby. Mm-hmm. Sitting on your butt is not a hobby. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but that's your thing. And so on Sundays when you do that, I do other stuff. Um, I do get resentful because Sundays is when I I do the, like the grocery shopping, the meal prep and all that stuff and you're kind of sitting on your butt. I get a little resentful. I understand. And I'm going to try to get better at that. Now, I have found a way to loop my children into this. I know. He wants to have them start a kid's fantasy football. No, league. it's happening. They, I've, got, I've got a 12-person league. My son and my daughter are both going to be in it. So if they want to, they can watch the Red Zone with me on Sundays. <sighs> If they want to. If they want to go outside and play, that's what we'll do. Oh, it's, oh, okay. Um, Moving on. There is one symbiotic sport that we both can watch together and both get exactly what we want, and that sport is golf. Oh, I, t- I fall asleep. Immediately. Just the sound of a, of an iron 
hitting a I'm, golf I'm, ball. Don't even describe it. So <laughs> getting tired. <laughs> if I if I have trouble sleeping, I just turn on a golf. Especially if Jim Nance is commenting. <sighs> it's like, let's go to a butler cabin. Hootie Johnson. <laughs> I'm out. Fred I'm out. Couples, boom, boom, on 17. What? Excuse His me? His name is Boom, Boom. Don't worry about Stop. it. Stop. Um, okay, moving on. This is really, this is my favorite, and it's become a joke in our house. Before you criticize, find three ways to compliment. So <laughs> This is part of the musical we're writing. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you listen to our last episode, we talked about the musical the pen is writing, but one of the songs uh, that's written is is about this. Um, and this is advice given to us by marriage counselor that you find three things to celebrate uh, your partner before just going in for the kill. So it's something like, <laughs> Penn, you're so talented. I love how hard you work for our fam- family. And thank you for, you know, fixing my computer the other day. But could you also find a way to put your flipping underwear in the fucking hamper that is literally two inches away? So it seems really kind and gentle and then it just like go in for the kill and it's really funny now because after she says well sometimes after she says one nice thing because you don't normally <laughs> say anything I, oh my gosh this, I, i'm smelly and no, i'm mean no, no. Hey, i'm saying what are you doing do. over there i'm picking peaches out of my teeth there we go um man the peaches are really good this time of year in yes. north carolina we don't compliment each other enough right so when we do it's like Pavlov's dog. You start, you know, you hear the dinner bell and you start drooling. And if you get into two compliments in a row, oh stop! You know yeah. the hammer is coming. I know because no one ever gives any. I think what we should start doing is I should give you three compliments and then stop. Oh my gosh, I would be flipped out about what you were going to say next. Right, because we we sort of brace for it. But I'm telling you, I I still think it works, even though you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. You get a little laugh, you hear something nice and affirming, and then then you get to to move on. Because criticism by itself is never fun. Right. Like, you told me I smell. Okay. I told you that you were beautiful in a burlap sack. I've told you that a million times. I think you look beautiful right now. Something funky is going on. I don't know what it is. It may not be you. It could be me. I told you that too. Oh my gosh, I'm so self-conscious. I'm going to burn everything I'm wearing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's been a long day. You've been wearing a fleece in July. So because you keep our house at it. like a meat locker. I got it. Okay. So I, I do like the, the three in one thing and I, I, I think I endorse it. I okay. think everyone should try it. Okay. Uh, my next one, and I'm getting close to the end of mine. Try your best to keep it tight. You will never be as pretty as her, but she appreciates you trying. Uh, do you try to keep it tight? Working out? No, oh, I thought you meant like just grooming and stuff. Oh, <laughs> I I try some. You don't like you don't like a thirteen year old manscaping situation. No, you, my gosh, we are getting really. Well, you're the one who brought this up. No, I no, I tight. thought you meant like when just you say keeping it tight, it means you're working body. out. No, and you and look hot. No, you shape. have like a super hot body. Well, I'm trying very hard. You know what though? I and I don't I don't want to be married to the guy who and. I mean, no judgment, but what I'm about to say is something I don't particularly like. I did date a guy one time who waxed his eyebrows, and I found it really alarming (laughs) because it was really precise. And somebody who cares enough to like perfectly sculpt eyebrows, 
I, I don't know. There was something about it that was just very off-putting. Right. But. But you're married to one of the senators from Gladiator I know. Now. Your <laughs> hair on your eyebrows kind of. And like, so I think I would like a little more attention to that. Okay. That, well, this is something new for my lessons that I've learned. <laughs> that I'm learning right now. That I, I need. D- you mean all over? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I appreciate everything else you got going on. Just okay. the eyebrows. Eyebrows. <laughs> so here's the thing. It's really painful, Kim. Oh, and, my and Lord. If I, no, no. If you just told me that that guy looked alarming, <laughs> if I actually took this as something that I would do, what do you think would happen? Oh, you would end up with no eyebrow hair. I know. I just want you to like, or just allow me to I will allow them. you. You do okay. it all the time. Because they, they just like poke out. Okay, you took me to get my eyebrows threaded one time. How was that? It was the worst however minutes of my life. It was like 37 seconds. I told you afterwards in confidence, because you make me do lots of crazy things, that I liked that less than going into labor. Yeah. And that's the truth. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Because this is really, I think after we stop recording, we end up fighting about stuff. We're supposed to be like marriage advice. (laughs) You're no, you know what's going to happen. You're really going to lay into me about whether or not you smell bad. You've, you've well, turned this I into. Just, I just don't smell it. I don't smell it either. Not right now. Because well, I'm three feet away from you. You know how when you're oh. really close to somebody, sometimes it's it's your smell Maybe. is bouncing off of them. No, may, I I think I smell. Okay, can we just move on? It's okay. We're packing all day. Okay, this let, is not a romantic afternoon. This is not a romantic afternoon. Okay, my last one is you don't always have to like him or her, but loving him should be easy. Oh, wow. Did you get that off a cocktail napkin or where'd you get no, that? No, I wrote it. It was nice. No, it was... No, I feel like you don't always... Sometimes there are annoying habits like the crazy eyebrow hair and leaving the underwear next to the hamper, but I, you know, you should always be in love with somebody. And I, that's why I, when people say marriage is tough, I agree. I mean, marriage involves a lot of compromise. And there are, there are days when you're like, dude, I'd rather just, just not be here surrounded by these people. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, it's, it shouldn't be hard. You know, it should be, it, it, it shouldn't be hard like that. Loving somebody shouldn't be hard like that. I don't think. So her last lesson was it shouldn't be hard. No, and I just, it should, you don't have to like the person all the time, but you should love them. Loving them should be e- an easy thing. No, I got you. I was just trying to make an immature joke and you didn't fall oh, for it. I'm so sorry, what? what? Okay. So th- that, this was a little bit shorter of a podcast than we normally do. It's like, oh, but under 40 minutes. So sorry we didn't get you all the way around the block if you're planning on like a four miler today. I know we heard from somebody who has a 40 minute car ride or 45 minute car ride and wanted 45 minute podcast. So for you, what you can do is just start the next one and then we'll be all set. When Max gets back, we'll start our instant talent show up again. So keep those song suggestions coming. If you could do us the favor of rating, reviewing this wherever you get your podcast. Also, I love it when you guys tag us on Instagram when you're watch or watching the podcast. When you're listening to the <laughs> podcast and you've tagged us on Instagram, I love seeing it and I love commenting on it. So um, give us a listen, share it with your friends if you want to. If you hate it, don't you don't have to, obviously. Much more to come. Thank you. And thank you so much for watching. And honey, thank you so much for being married to me and for telling me about all of these uh, lessons that you've learned. (laughs) I feel like this wasn't good for our marriage. What do you mean? What we just did? I know. I know. Maybe I just feel bad because I smell. 
I love, love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>